Welcome to season two of the Soul Inspired podcast. I'm your host, Emily, and today we are talking with the incredible Erin Hand. In this episode, we talk about the journey of allowing spaciousness in and trusting the process. Erin is hard to define as she really does do a bit of everything, but it's safe to say that she is making her mark on the women in her area as such a positive light in the most authentic of ways. Enjoy. And Erin, you are kind of doing a bit of everything really, aren't you? You do your mystery boxes, your ceremonies, and generally just inspire people. But can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do in more detail? Yeah, absolutely I can. And um, I've gotten that most of my life. Um, I always tend to be doing tens of thousands of things at once. Um, <laughs> that's probably the Manny Gen in me, but um, I don't know. I absolutely love it. Um, keeps life interesting. I am, well, I started as a tarot and oracle reader online and I still offer those services, um, but they've expanded. And yeah, I run my own ceremonies. I, yeah, mystery boxes. Um, I've just started teaching flow, like um, it's kind of like a hybrid of yoga and meditation and yoga for someone that isn't um, isn't qualified as of yet, um, but still likes to cultivate the the atmosphere and I don't know, start you know passing on the philosophy. So yeah, doing a bit of that. Um, I'm trying to think if I've forgotten anything. <laughs> isn't that I am. Um... No, you've you've covered a lot of things. I think um, the other thing that I think of when I think of you is just generally a creative person. You're obviously very musical. And sometimes I think it's a little bit hard because we want to put labels on ourselves and we want to kind of put ourselves in a box. But what you do is a lot more than just the physical labels. I think a lot of it is generally inspiring people and to just enjoy themselves for where they are at in their current stage of life and with whatever they're kind of going through and I think it's really great that you just touched on the point that you're teaching flow and meditation and that you're not qualified as a yoga teacher but that's something you obviously are interested in and wanting to go through but I think I was just talking to my partner about this this morning that we put too much emphasis on certification and it's not to say it's not important a hundred percent is but there's also something to be said about just intuitively knowing how something feels in your body and just trusting that instinct and if you feel called to do that then I don't think there's anything wrong with it obviously as long as you're not hurting anyone which I'm so sure that you're not Um, but has there been any pivotal kind of moments or events that set you down this path or have you kind of always been, I don't always like to use the word spiritually inclined, but do you know what I mean? Like always being kind of heading down this road. Yeah. Um, I certainly didn't think this was where I was going to be when I was in primary school, high school. I actually grew up a, in a very vastly different life. Um, Mm which I'll, I'll get into, but I guess pivotal moments um, were when I got engaged, uh, which was really mm-hmm. quite cool um, because I guess like I didn't really know, but for the few months before I really had a turning point moment where um, 
at that moment, I was stuck in really uh, physically harmful behaviors, lots of struggles with addiction and depression and all that sort of stuff. And I was really stuck in them. I thought that was my entire life. And um, I kind of just one day woke up and I think I got a job at the time and I was working quite a lot. And um, I realized that to show up to this job, I had to, you know, eat well, sleep well, all that sort of stuff. And when I started showing up for myself there, I really noticed, um, you know, a lot of other changes in my my mental health and um, even like social health, just my yes. friendships, like being better there. And then like, lo and behold, a couple of months later, I met my fiance um and it was just such a sign to me that everything i had done was being seen and it was having an impact and so i just kept going and then every time i felt disheartened i just looked back at that moment where i just i used to be so ashamed of it and now i realize like that was the version i had to be then and then now i get to embody like the better version of myself each time I go through it. And that was just such a nice lesson to learn that I wasn't stuck there forever, you know? Yes, I love that so much. And it actually just gave me chills because I think um, sometimes we want to put certain versions of ourselves in a box and hide them away and forget they ever existed. And we can feel like quite shameful towards that version of ourselves. Um, but they're all important and they're all necessary and we would never be who we are without moments where maybe we're not super proud of, but they're teaching moments, they're growth moments. And yeah, I just think that's so important. And from that, I wanted to ask you, like, how is it that you cultivate such trust in the universe? Is it things like that showing you that you are kind of supported and held? And can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? Mm, I, I think because you're not always going to get a permission slip from the universe. You're not always going to get an obvious sign like that. Um, so I'm big into tapping back into the feeling of when I first got that sign, the first, okay, I'm being held from the universe and tapping into that whenever I need it, even if it's not happening to me right in that moment. I used to um, get told that I was just like such a daydreamer and that I lived in the past and all that sort of stuff, but it's not necessarily being caught up in the past. It's just allowing those beautiful moments of the past to help you through the not so nice ones mm -hmm. currently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that so much. Um, I often think that <laughs> there's so many people in our life that won't really understand our path. I mean, um, I've been called like a moonbeam and just <laughs> really random descriptions just because I guess we kind of may seem that way to certain people, but I don't know. I think it's really nice to kind of be a light for people who don't know that it's safe for them to step into their power, whatever that looks like. It may not look like what we're doing, but to feel empowered to show up in the way that they actually want to show up. Um, do you have any kind of daily like rituals or non-negotiables that you just have to do, like you can't live without or you notice when you miss them? I had big ones um, when I was in lockdown and I'm starting to kind of feel the effects of not having that everyday routine. I, um, I mean, I carried a few of them on before lockdown, but um, yeah, it, you definitely feel it. I personally am a journaler, so I, I love to journal all the time. Um, but I've started to kind of 
segment that into because um, I I journaled every day in lockdown. That was mm-hmm. kind of a thing for myself that I needed to show up and do. But now that I'm out of lockdown, I don't really need that anymore. But I do like I've started to track my cycle, like every single day of my cycle. So I've been using that as a connection back into the journaling or like I plan my content for my Instagram or something in my journal, like something that is need based to bring me back to that practice, even though I don't need that emotional support every single day. Um, I also, I, seeing as I'm a, I'm a muso, I enjoy mantra, um, starting to get a little bit more into like Kirtan stuff, but definitely mantra. I picked it up a lot in lockdown, um, because yeah, I'm not much of a meditator. I really like, I I'm getting better at it. Um, especially the more that I read up on it. Um, but when I, when I don't sing, when I don't do my mantra, even if I'm not doing mantra, even if I'm just doing music, if that's not in my day somewhere, I just feel really quite out of whack. And yeah, any sort of like burning, <laughs> that sounds very yes. like no, I know. of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sage, candles, yes. even if it's just oils, just some sort yeah. of smoke. I um. I relate so much to the journaling thing. I am like such a journaler. I love to journal. And over the past couple of months, I felt really disconnected uh, from wanting to journal. And I wasn't really sure what that was, but I kind of just sat with it for a bit. I thought, all right, I'm not being called to put anything down. Then it got to a point where I felt like maybe I've gone beyond the point of not feeling called to, and now I'm actually avoiding it. And so I started um, getting back into my journaling about a week ago and it's just so powerful what can come up, but you can also use it in such a practical way. Like you don't have to be um, just doing real woo-woo stuff in your journal. Like you said, you can just be planning content, but it's that way to kind of be a bit of a a grounding point for your day and like that check-in with yourself, which I really enjoy. And as for what you said about meditation, I think that that's, so relevant for so many people and I think the important thing with meditating is that you don't put pressure on what meditation is to you like to some people it's going to be you know sitting in silence for an hour and a half and that's incredible but it's not realistic for most people and especially if you do have quite a relaxed life not in terms of like you know that you're not doing anything but if you make a lot of space in your day as it is I feel like sometimes you don't necessarily need to specifically meditate it's more you want to do things that put you in that meditative state Mm. so for you music would be that for me sometimes my yoga is my meditation because I'm just fully in that moment and I'm not you know thinking of a million different things I'm just right there so I do think sometimes we put too much emphasis on having to just be in our seat, you know, like full yogi, meditating, (laughs) and it's just not, it's not for everyone. So I really like that you brought that up. I like that Um, point. That point is really, I've never really thought of that. Well, I have in a certain aspect because um, whenever I've been like leading meditation lately, um, definitely not like cancelling out the external because obviously Mm. that's super impossible and then you get like stuck on the whole train of oh I can't do this oh I can't do this I'm not very good and then you go down this rabbit just allowing like finding 
the visualization or the focus or whatever it is to try and bring you back to that mm-hmm. calm state. I'm a yoga teacher. So obviously at the end of every yoga class, I have people in Shavasana. And while I do like to have, you know, a little bit of that being in total silence, I also like to guide people into something that allows them to not just be stuck in their mind, but to really get into their body. And I think that's the beauty of meditation. Yes, you know, eventually that would be great if you could have no thoughts, but I think to just try and force yourself there when maybe you're not ready and then have expectations on yourself to be, I don't know, like at a certain point that you're not and then be disappointed, it really takes away from the whole purpose of meditating because you're just bringing shame into it and we just don't need that. We don't need it. No, agreed. (laughs) Yeah, definitely like down the rabbit hole is like something that I, I quote very often just because yeah, once you start to like try to do something that isn't for you, necess- like every it's for everyone, but when you start trying to do it in a way that works for someone and not for you, then you just dig your hole even deeper because you're <laughs> like, you're just trying to fit this box that not everyone is meant to fit in. It's meant to yes. be so much more like flexy and enjoyable. I have a question about your mystery boxes. So I obviously have gotten one off you for one of my friends and it was really beautiful and obviously it was very intuitively done. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your process, like if there's a bit of a process behind it or, you know, what goes into it? Yeah, um, I think most of what I do is very intuitive and I I make a point of it because, um, you know, I've gone to uh, not my current coach, but a lot of previous coaches that have tried to tell me like, oh, you need to like speed it up. You know, you need to make the process really like quick and efficient. And um, my current coach was like, no, there's ways that you can make it workable, but you can also keep the essence of you. And I was really thankful for that advice because everything I do now like you said, I make space for every single thing that comes to my door. And I know for some people that's just like, well, that's like way too much, but that's just, that's just who I am. And that's what I love to do. And when a mystery box like pops into my inbox, I do like a little happy dance (laughs) because it just, it makes my soul so happy. And um, what I do is I stop, grab my journal and I just free write maybe even half a page Mm -hmm. and it's normally just energy sort of things that I pick up on whether I feel or sometimes I even know the person personally and I'm like right they're going through this I can give them this or if I don't I just stop and I think and I tap into their energy and I go what does this person need right now so that's just from my brain Um, and you know sometimes I'm like maybe I'm just talking out of my butt but then sometimes (laughs) I get a message and they're like I don't know how the hell you just did this you picked on picked up on x y and z that I've never told anyone and I was like I don't know man I just did it and so after that writing then I actually pull cards and I ask the universe to help me guide um, these items into like into the hands of this person and usually from the cards I pick up on sort of synchronicities, I guess. Um, A lot of my cards have um, like elemental sort of signs Mm -hmm. in there. So uh, if there's like lots of water in the cards that I pull, I put like a lot of bath salts or tea or something like that to work with water. Um, Except when um, people pull like lots of like fiery elements, I tend to go like 
I put in like a spicy tea because I think <laughs> that's really quite cute. Um, and so, yeah, I play on that a little bit. Similar thing um, with like animals. Like if there's a lot mm. of like similar animal characters that pop up in the cards, a lot of the times it's like a lion or a wolf. Mm-hmm. I'll try and bring something in with that. Um, so, yeah, it just, it really depends um, on like, what I what I pick up on myself and in the cards and then from that I yeah I just I pick all the items based on that and then I pack them up and um, I ship them away and then the cool thing is is that as soon as I ship them I send them the cards so that they know well not really know but they kind of expect like what kind of mood the box is in I don't really read it they can just kind of look at them and they can intuitively take from it what they will so kind of like a big old experience (laughs) yes yes and I love what you spoke about um at the start where you talked about your coaches because I think coaching is such an incredible thing that is a lot more popular and common now um but to have a coach that actually nurtures what is truth for you and not just what they want to project onto you is so so powerful so I love that you found a coach to work with that actually knows how to hold space without Mm. putting what they believe is necessary into your scope because what works for some is not for others and I think the more that we can start to understand that the better the more that we can understand that like not every single person is going to have the same experience or is just here for efficiency or is just here for practicality like we actually can do things simply because they bring us joy and yes of course being able to make money and to be able to serve people in the meantime is great but actually having that element of like this brings me joy and I get to spend time on it and I get to feel into it like that is very almost luxurious and like very spacious. Agreed yeah the joy thing is like such an interesting concept because I forever like everyone's like oh Erin you know, you put yourself into this scenario because you give too much or you're too much, you too, like you, you help people too much or whatever that is. But for me, that is such an innate part of who I am. And so when people would tell me how to do that, I was like, oh, like people don't like when I do that. And so I kind of like started to dim my light. But when I started to be around people that were like, no, all you need to do is just be safe, right? You just need to be safe with um, the way that you do things. So instead of stopping what I was doing, I was like, well, how can I make it work for my body? How can I make it sustainable? So um, I used to like, I remember right at the beginning of my boxes, I used to try and get all of my boxes done like each day and try and like turn them out, go to the post office every day. And I, I burnt out. I was like, this isn't working. And so now I've got set days that I'll go to the post office. And even that it's like, yeah, I'm doing my job. I'm being really kind and giving, but you know, I'm giving myself boundaries and I, I haven't burnt out since. And, you know, and you know, what I think is a good point is that the energy that you're putting into them is actually from that place of like, yeah, I've thought about this. I have been fully present for what I'm creating for you. And there's no energy of like forcefulness, burnout, you know, you're not putting any of that into it. And I think we're in a very like instant gratification society. People want everything yesterday. Like we don't want to have any delays. We don't want to have any issues and we make everyone you know kind of wrong for 
finding joy, having space, doing these things that actually allow us to have the best results and the best outcomes. So I think that's a really great lesson uh, just to like, just to learn from mm. The delays is a big one. Like I, so just postal delays at the moment, like <laughs> yeah. I, and I've been the one that's been like, oh, I'm really sorry for like your box and stuff like that. And um, just trying to like, I don't think I've had anyone that's been like, oh, your box is coming later, whatever it is. Mm. Like I've always had people that are like, oh, like that's a shame. Um, I can't wait till I get it. And then kind of coach them through this idea of, yeah, divine timing, um, mm-hmm. being patient, all that sort of stuff. So it's like, it'll come when it comes, that type of thing. Like, and it's so that not only do they get this box, but they get this like whole lesson on just, yeah, being patient, getting the reward from, you know, all of that. So yeah, I think that's really cool as well. I also think it's a bit of a lesson in, um, for us. So for you, uh, sending out the boxes, you're releasing that need to be codependent, I guess, Mm -hmm. on the outcome. Like, oh no, if that comes late, it means I'm this. Or if they don't love what's in the box because they didn't choose it, then I am this. Like that's not what it's about. And I think that that is, again, like really nice, like surrendering and yeah, just such a lesson that people can learn and a lesson for you as well. Like being that person that is on the end of actually sending it out as business owners, as women in particular, we really sometimes put our worth in the external, what everyone else's responses, reactions, experiences are going to be. And it's like that reclamation of power and knowing that you're you're doing your best and you're putting like the right intentions, the right energy into it. It's going to go to people when it needs to. And you're exactly right. They're also receiving a lesson in that. Yeah. And it's, it's also attracting as well, right? what you put into it and what you do, like this surrendering, this trust, what you do then attracts the right people. And if those people don't want to learn those lessons, if they don't want to accept that the box could be a few days later, whatever that is, then I probably don't want them in my sphere because mm-hmm. like, I don't want them. It's not my, it's not my fault, you know, that like Ozpost <laughs> is yeah. behind on their deliveries. That's not a reflection of, of my efforts. Um, And so, yeah, definitely not making other people's drama my problem, you know? Yes, I think that's been such a lesson for many of us over the last couple of years. I think there's been like this very big crumbling of the illusions that have been, you know, that we have to manage everyone's expectations and we have to be responsible for everyone else's happiness when really we're only responsible for our happiness and we can give from a good place but the responses that we receive are not our job yeah absolutely so I would love to know what inspires you like what is something that just really makes you feel like lit up on fire excited for life like is there anything in particular it could be practices it could be things it could be people like whatever it is Mm. I didn't realize how much it lights me up but definitely being outside definitely being outside um and I think I started to be like why am I why am I feeling the effects of lockdown so hard and I think it's that um you know the thought of oh I can't go outside that you start to like seclude yourself and then you realize 
oh wait I can like even if I have to stay in my house I could go sit out on the porch or you know I could still go for a swim because it classes as fitness right Um, (laughs) (laughs) but like even just being like no I don't have to you know be inside just like even just going yeah going for a swim for a drive even um yeah anything that shakes up my energy I definitely when I'm like oh nothing's inspiring me nothing's you know giving me any sort of like pleasure or gratification or whatever I realize I've been doing the same thing for like the past six or seven hours and I'm like I need to do something else I don't yeah oh my goodness yes I literally just wrote Instagram post on this because (laughs) I feel like when we feel really disconnected from ourselves, usually it's just because we've disconnected ourselves from nature and that is where we feel like the most supported the most held and we're able to really tap into the energy of mother earth and nature is like our greatest teacher and such a what's the word like an example of what true abundance is that pure just energy and flow and life and yeah nature is everything and I think sometimes people think oh like do I have to go and spend 12 hours bushwalking in rainforest or you know like do I have to spend every waking minute outside like you don't have to do that but just making the most of like when you do go outside actually actually taking a moment to be present with it grounding breathing in like really feeling the sun on your skin or the smell of the air around you like listening to the sounds of nature I think that's something that people need more than ever we're in New South Wales and we've been in lockdown for like quite a while now right and you have been in lockdown longer than I have (laughs) I have only been in it like (laughs) half the time I think and I mean for me not much changed because I spend all my time outside because I have an 18 month old and she is obsessed with the outdoors but I often like found myself thinking oh my god like I could not be without this because spending too much time inside like if it was raining for a few days in a row I would go absolutely stir crazy and just be like yes give me a give me a give me a And it was, it was that for a few, like a few weeks at the beginning. And then I realized that um, as much as there are restrictions and things that, you know, we had to do, there was also ways that I could choose how to live my life. I didn't have to live it um, under the guise of, right, you have to limit your, your movement, essential things only. Well, what is essential to me? Exactly. (laughs) You know? And I do think um, sometimes as humans, it's really easy to place limitations on Mm ourselves. So we get in our mind, oh, I'm in lockdown. And that means I can't leave my room. Like, no, that's not true. And I think like we allow our mind sometimes to just overtake us and to be like, well, you can't do this. You can only be out at this time. You can only do this. Like we get very limited by it. And it's just Mm -hmm. not actually the truth. Like, you can go out for a walk, you can go for a swim, you can go and sit in your garden and meditate or like breathe in the fresh air or read a book, drink mm. a drink a smoothie, like you can do whatever you want. It's just you can't go and do 
those indoor things yeah. that you want to do you know and but we got in our head that we couldn't actually leave the house and yeah. I think sometimes we get so limited so other than nature is there anything that like when you are feeling limited or when you're feeling restricted is there anything in particular that you kind of lean towards or is there kind of like any practices that you have that help you get out of that state for me it's just yeah anything creative um yes but another one that kind of popped into my mind was um I never used to be like this but very much um airing it out externally so like getting opinions from other people um sometimes I chuck it up on my Instagram but I definitely like if I did that every time I I needed someone to talk to my Instagram would be cluttered (laughs) um but I do I I'd ask you know people that um I I know over Instagram or or some of my like-minded friends and um I say hey do do you want to talk about this let's let's do some voice memos backwards and forwards and let's just get to the bottom of this and hearing other people's opinions um it used to scare me it sometimes Mm -hmm. still scares me but like oh my god sometimes it's just the reset that you need someone to be like yes. hey as I think you are actually attached to the outcome mm-hmm. of this rather than enjoying the journey and you're just like how did I yeah. think of that and when you are like receiving different opinions and things do you have any practices that allow you to kind of discern what's truth for you and and retain that inner authority while also being open to mm you know, receiving what is actually meant for you. Yeah, it's tricky. Definitely breathing. Um, I (laughs) found that the lack of oxygen when I was listening to people's feedback and I was so like, oh, they're going to hate me. Oh, they're going to do this was actually just destroying any chance of any positivity coming out. Mm -hmm. Right. So even with like, um, like uni presentations and stuff, if I was so like nervous, of course, nothing good was going to come out of it. Right. So I learned to just take my time really um, like even before I took in the information, I would sit, close my eyes even like I find sometimes eye contact when people say you must maintain eye contact like that is so such a recipe for disaster sometimes, especially Mm -hmm. when you're already a bundle of nerves. So I just sit and I close my eyes and I take it all in and then I start to listen and sometimes I play over the sentences in my head like one or two times like there's Mm -hmm. really like who said that we had to answer something within two seconds Mm. like I don't remember ever learning that but for some (laughs) reason we are so innate in just like oh but this oh but this yeah where like you probably don't even get half of the meaning in that amount of time from someone's sentence and I used to be the first person to be like oh, you sounded really grumpy with me and and making all of these like generalizations on things yes. that I truly, like if I stop and thought about it more, wouldn't have been the case. So just my advice to everyone in that sort of scenario is always just taking taking time, writing it down, even coming back, recording it, just hindsight is, is your friend. And it, mm. it, it doesn't have to be this like instantaneous thing thing that you have to get right instantly it's like oh I can I can look back on this I can you know and also emotions are so okay if you do get up like voicing it don't just allow your body to like um 
oh, I'm so mad. And like your body gets really tense and like your stomach does backflips. Like telling the person, look, (laughs) what you just said just triggered the hell out of me, but I'm going to take it on and I'm going to listen to it. Um, It's just going to take me a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Communicating. It's so important what you just said. And it's like listening to understand instead of listening to just respond. We've gotten so good at respond, respond, react, attack even. Mm. But actually, if you can listen to understand, often it diffuses anything that you are going to be feeling immediately. Because like you said, when you sit with it, when you're not just trying to respond straight away, you can actually figure out, okay, is there truth in this? Is that something that feels aligned with the way that I feel? Or, you know, is that maybe just a projection that they're having? And like, what is mine to take away from this? And what's mine to leave and not make, not making it all mean something that like it doesn't have to mean. Mm -hmm. Another thing that you said, which is really good is communication. Like sometimes we don't receive people's message in the way that they intend the message to come across. And that doesn't mean that either of us are in the wrong. It just means actually having a conversation about it and being able to be like, this is the message that I got from it. Could you elaborate further? Is that actually what you're putting across or have I received this in the wrong way? And if it is the message you're putting across, and you don't agree with it like that's okay too Mm. I think um we've gotten like to this point where we're like micromanaging everyone's um you know kind of like what I said before like experiences but also opinions and like we don't need to agree with every single person it is it's so exhausting can you imagine like trying to make everyone in your life like agree with everything yeah like terrible no (laughs) but we did at one stage in our lives we and that's why we were so prone to burnout and drama and all of this sort of stuff it we just weren't yeah our inner authority we weren't exercising that but we also like in a way weren't being as kind to like other people and as non-attached to other people it's all just a beautiful learning curve isn't it (laughs) I it really is and I think we're so lucky to be in this time and some people listening might be like Emily what are you saying we are not <laughs> lucky this is crazy but I think there's been so many lessons to have been learned there's been such a uh, room for growth an opportunity to really see everything on the scope like so much and be able to kind of to see how many people in this world are like so different and so like there's so much diversity and beauty and we by trying to make everyone the same by trying to make everyone have the same opinion the same outlook the same way that they live their life like it would just be so boring and we're in this time of like creation expression yeah there's a lot of shit going down honestly but there's also a lot of beauty in this moment like we're in a a planet that's full of polarity so of course we're having both of those but I think if we can really take the beauty Mm. of that it's like it doesn't feel so scary and like we're in this terrible time so 
oh, I just feel grateful be here right now and to be able to know people like you. Can you imagine even just a few years ago, like if you went on Instagram, you would never see uh, some of the expression that you see right now, like the the empowerment, particularly in women that we're seeing at the moment. I think that's so beautiful. Isn't it crazy? And like... You can go, you know, astrologically woo-woo with it and, like, realise that, you know, dawning of the age of Aquarius, right, where, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's for for the collective. And, like, even if, I think a few years ago, had there been, you know, women being expressive and stuff on Instagram, it wouldn't have been so intentional. It wouldn't have been so collectively helpful gain towards and this is just a generalization but more towards their their fame and their profit mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff because that's what it was a few years ago is being this social social media mogul that was like very popular and had so much following but now it doesn't even matter about that it matters no. about how your work is helping other people and yes. how other people are helping your work it's my favorite time to be a part of instagram it's my favorite time I know I think that is like such a beautiful thing like the impact that we're feeling social media is obviously again both ends there's a lot of toxic stuff on there but I don't think we've ever seen so much freedom of expression and I just yeah I do feel so lucky to be a part of this so I think brings us to the end what at the moment are you kind of offering for people and where can they find you to kind of have a look at these offerings and to learn more about you yeah so um my instagram is just my go-to at the moment um it is at underscore Aaron hand underscore um which might change in a few months time uh because i'm hopefully getting married covid Ooh. wedding 2.0 um <laughs> we'll see how that goes um i do also have a facebook sort of community called uh, yeah. lighthouse collective um where anyone that you know wants to attend ceremonies or anything like that um or my classes which i'll get into in a second um that's kind of where we debrief and chat and i put up prompts sometimes and all that sort of stuff so those are the two points of contact i suppose um but yeah at the moment um on my website you can get yeah the mystery boxes um ceremonies are happening a little less regularly than they did in lockdown because um i i just want to get back in person and i'm just yes. trying to make that happen um depending on when this comes out i definitely want to do one for aries full moon because that's gonna be wild um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited um, so i think that one will be online so um mm-hmm. everything i post is always on my instagram but yeah yeah and also my sunrise flow which happens um 6 30 every monday i did my first one this morning it was just so magical it looked um, beautiful i saw your photos it looked gorgeous I was so blessed. I literally just walked up to my yoga mat that I'd like put on the ground and I watched the sun and I was a ball. I just started crying. I was like, I can't believe that what, like I started selling mystery boxes three months ago and now like this is happening. Like my life is just expanded. It's just grown. Yeah. It's um, so cool. So that happens every Monday and um, I put all my details, like I said, on Instagram. So 
that's kind of where things are at right now. Um, I I just can't wait for yeah everything to keep opening up and keep evolving. Like I can't wait to go down south. God, I want to go. Down I south. know, <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. Well, that is amazing. I'll put all of those links in the show notes so that people can find you. And I believe this will come out after the Aries full moon. Um, but I'm sure that you'll have other ceremonies happening there. So people will be able to connect with you on your Instagram or on that Facebook page. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. It has just been such a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, thank you so much. No, I, from finding you like a couple of months ago, like I just love that I we keep popping up and chatting with each other. And I think it just proves the the strength that is like social media sometimes yeah like, to create such beautiful connections even when yeah. the world lacks so much of it right now i know well thank you so much no worries thank <laughs> you thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast please leave me a five-star review and a comment you can find me on instagram at soul inspired underscore underscore see you on the next one